0: is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the sky. This. this is Seattle Overload. Overload. Is
1: Seattle Overload.
0: With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty
1: Dane Gonzalez. Let's go! Welcome to Seattle Overload, where the Seattle Seahawks have beat the Arizona Cardinals. They've won four straight games. The Seahawks won thirty-one to twenty-one down in the desert. They've moved to six on three in the season. Yeah, they're first place in the NFC West. They're creeping up the NFC overall rankings, also. And Griff, that was pretty good. Again, it, it felt like a bigger score line than that ten-pointer.
0: Yeah, um, they. I think that was because of the the, the pick six, right? um otherwise the, the defense gave up one touchdown on the opening drive and then a touchdown on the end or second to last drive the
1: asterisk drive
0: the asterisk drive and like that was that was it they they, they controlled the game um the individuals had like great games and then they played good team ball too i think the only thing that the only problem they had defensively was you know Kobe Bryant just kind of getting worked a little bit by Rondale Moore Maybe missed some tackles, um, you know. There were some maybe team tackling issues a little bit, but they were still swarming, so like nothing got away from them too much. And yeah, and like offensively, they had they had some down moments, and they were still able to come back and be the be the better be the better unit on the field for the full course of the game, which is really big considering that I think we'd say the Cardinals overall won the day in the first game. Their defense against Seattle's offense, I think, that was they, they flipped the script a little bit this game. So, um, and how they did that, it will also be really interesting to talk about because it means that there is some, there's a lot of improvement in a lot of areas, especially up front in that game. So, uh, really, really exciting stuff. They're a good team. They are a good team. They've been, they've been tested, uh, the, the bounds of their, you know, staying power has been tested and they bounce back. And what we're seeing is real. And like we can define the floor and ceiling, but it looks, it's real. Ty, what are your thoughts or your impressions?
2: So, first of all, I would like to mention that um, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be featured on the uh, in season version of Hard Knocks beginning this week on Wednesday. Oh, so, wow. so might want to tune in for that one. Secondly, um, I'm, I'm with you, Griff. This is a really good team. This is a really good football team. Um, and we just saw it again. And we just saw the 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 chasmic difference between who the Cardinals are right now and who the Seahawks are right now. And, uh, and I thought that that uh, emphasized just how good the Seahawks are um, in general today. Um, and this was another game where, you know, offense puts up 31 points, and it seems like they left... Quite a few points on the board so that uh, this yep. should have been an even you know bigger uh this should have been an even bigger margin of victory for them so <clears throat> you know you think about the the play where where Lockett slid uh about a yard before the sticks you think about the play that uh uh where where noah fant dropped the ball on um uh on the last drive before the half uh that could have put them near a field goal range like there were definitely opportunities there where they could put uh, some more points on the board. And, yeah, you know, you, really you get down to the um, to the pick six and it's like uh, really the Cardinals weren't able to do anything outside of that, and that really just skews the, uh, the score overall. Uh, the tackling, yeah, was a little bit of an issue, again, uh, just team-wise. Um, but some of the times where uh, it happened or where it was most prevalent, uh, they actually didn't get beat too bad on uh, like the uh, the double forward pass play where they missed a couple of tackles there on the on the sideline uh, to uh, against James Conner. Um, and then that ends up getting called back. So, you know, in the end, uh, I thought they played a really good game overall. Um, you know, still some things to clean up. And like I said, some points that they potentially left on the board. But overall, this team is in a really good spot there. Rolling right now, and you know, just watching that Bucks Rams game uh, right after, and I was like switching in between here and there. Uh, this is a team that should easily beat that Bucks team, and I, I think they're going to give Tom Brady and company some issues. Maddie, how did you feel?
1: I mean, this is boring. pot I should disagree with both of you to make it more interesting. Podcasting, but no, obviously, I agree. Um, the tackling. Uh, was up and down I think it's worth saying that this Arizona offense right now in its current guys, is pretty much the only thing they have is getting an isolated ma- matchup one-on-one in underneath space and then occasionally that makes them miss and then obviously Kyler Murray's ability in space when the play breaks down to take off with his legs but I mean that's not sustainable as they're showing it's not sustainable yeah the tackling was was an issue but this is probably the most stressful game they'll have tackling-wise. And again, they can clean it up a bit. Now, that pick six, the response from that is a defining moment in the season because I don't necessarily agree that... G- I don't, I, you know, Gino's had bad moments before this, but that was... Uh, it wasn't really on Gino. It was just a good play where he sees five man rush and he doesn't expect the guy to peel off like that. And it's just great awareness from a a guy who's actually a middle linebacker or well, he's kind of positionless, but he's technically their middle linebacker. They put him down on the, at the edge in like a bare front call. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he peels off, he makes a pit, he makes a play. They get paid to make plays too. And you're like, Oh, that that's tough. Cause now the the Cardinals are ahead by three. How are Seattle going to cope with this? The crowd got back into it. They started getting really loud it was a slightly moment where you're like this stadium is cursed, like this stadium is yeah. hell for the Seahawks. Why on earth does that happen?
2: Oh, so speaking then... of speaking of that, real quick. Sorry, I mm. don't mean to interrupt, but one other thing, one other great thing: no career altering yeah. degrees suffered. Yeah, in that's, that's at great. That's yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they didn't,
1: yeah, they didn't find a way to end the Seahawks' uh, new, new, uh, new kind of team feel before it begun. <laughs> and,
2: and, and trust me, while I don't want to like bring that bad energy you know i i I couldn't help but think about that and worry about that a little bit going into this game because i mean it just happens every single time they go down there it feels
1: yeah
0: and so graveyard
1: after that point after the pick six they go they drive down the field over seven minutes long uh bully the heck out of arizona gino smith runs with his legs a bit He checks into a great beater of cover zero to hit DK Metcalf. He hands the ball off to Walker. Walker really starts running through guys and finding bigger creases, and they just bully the heck out of them. Then the next two drives after, they score touchdowns on them as well. And so the offense suddenly starts capitalizing on the scoring potential that it I mean, I don't think necessarily this game it always had it. Like, I did start to worry that, again, this would be a, a case of Vance Joseph's defense outsmarting the Seahawks and causing the problems. And it did seem they were quite tentative to start. And a lot of the looks they wanted weren't there. But they just bullied the heck out of them as the game wound down. Yeah. It didn't help Arizona's unit that obviously their offense was so impotent. Uh, Arizona's offense overall had just 262 uh, total yards. Now, a lot of that comes in the you know, when the Seahawks defense really just starts sitting off, letting them play underneath, it basically comes on the last two drives. They went six for 14 on third down Arizona. And again, that comes on the last two drives. Like they were, they were, they they had nothing other than Kyler Murray's legs. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the time of possession ends up Seattle 34, 31, Arizona 25, 29. Again, how nice is it that Seattle is on the good end of that spectrum? But I really do think, yeah, uh, uh, to repeat, Seattle bullied the heck out of them and they won the time of possession. And Pete Carroll, he goes after the game. I I said the Seahawks run to win. Pete Carroll goes, um, when I talk about running the football, I ain't talking about running the football in the first quarter or the second quarter. That's not really what it is. It's so that you have it to win football games. That's where you can really play championship football. You can complete the opportunity. And that was what you saw today. I'm so fired up about that. Because mask, it was
0: obvious. The mask falls off a little bit. There you bit. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: And um he said he thought that the finish that game was his favourite one of the season because they they were so complete in in all three of those drives. They were mixing mm-hmm. everything, they were balanced, and yeah. they were running the heck out of the ball in, a, yeah. in an efficient manner. And I think most like, I think Shanahan said similar about you, you just need to be able to have the run when you need to you need to be able to do it. And Griff, you uh, you and I and I think Ty as well. But we've all said similar stuff, like you don't have to, it's not about that. It's, it's more about how do you go and win a game with very little risk? Well, run the ball. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Griff, how good was Kenneth Walker? Uh, he,
0: he, uh, he, he's got this weird thing where he turns on the Jets when there's a moment, when there's an opportunity to put a game away or to change a game. Like, early in the games, it's like he's, he's feeling it out. It seemed like, it was, again, he was leaving some yards on the field, like, you know, turning, like, uh, sacrificing four yarders when they could, you know, when they end up turning into a one or two yarder. Um, but uh by the time, you know, when, when the game started to get close again toward the end, I mean, he just, he ran like a man possessed. Really, in the, sec- in the second half, he came out. He looked way more purposeful, more anticipatory with his movements and stuff. Um, and then his, his uh, stats skyrocketed. Um, so, I mean, he's just, he does something amazing almost every game um, and he can still get so much better. Uh, so that was, that was pretty neat. And, and he was called on like, we're trying to put the game away. We need you to, we, we need you to, to deliver it. And he did, it was like, he, he was embracing it not just cause he's trying to run well, but embracing the context of the game and, and trying to, put the game away. And and he did, I mean, literally. So that was pretty cool. And to Pete's point, they were at one point, I was checking it. They were like, um, they had like something like 20 early down passes to like 14 early down runs. And then by the end of the game, they were almost 50, 50. Um, So yeah, it was, it was, that's what Pete said. Like they they put the the game away Um, and the score was still fairly close, even though the game didn't feel that way toward the end. Um, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, because there was a there was like a patchy period where they they had that weird drive which the Cardinals end up scoring on, where Tariq Woolen has a bit of a tough moment against a stylistically different player in Zach Ertz. He gets a wide outside release which you kick outside with thinking it's a corner route or an out route, especially at the goal line. And Ertz breaks back across his face. So Woolen didn't get a jam on. He didn't expect that. It's a fake route and it's a touchdown. And at that point, there's like three minutes 30 left. So you're like, hmm, uh, they probably didn't quite draw it up like that. Can they go and run to win? And they do. And Walker's final stat line 26 carries for 109 yards, 4.2 average, along with 15, which again, he didn't quite get the explosive one in there. And then two rushing touchdowns, though. But like, it feels every time there is an explosive one, and it's almost like his his sort of dancing and creativity sets up opportunities later. He's sort of feeling out where he, what he can get away with, what he can't. He's probing all areas. Maybe that's giving him too much credit. Maybe it is just he's a inexperienced rookie who's still learning stuff. I think probably it's a bit of both. Now, Ty, mm. uh, Kobe Bryant kind of robbed of two um takeaways oh god I, yeah the first illegal contact was kyla murray out of the pocket
2: uh no i think he was still in the pocket
1: yeah because i thought that was tough on Quandre quandary because like he's coming down to jump the route
2: yeah i only and saw the Kyler replay like once about break. i only saw the replay once it kind of looked like Rondell ran into Quandre. Right.
1: Right. Conde's rotating down in his quarter yeah. and the guy who can't see him runs into him. He's entitled to his space. That's Yeah. Um and so Brian had the pick and that got turned over. And then tied the the uh the punch the punch.
2: Yeah, okay. So like if that okay, <laughs> if that's not a fumble, why was DK's fumble in in New Orleans? I oh, think.
1: no, we don't talk about that. That's nonsense. Though, seriously, that was n- like Yeah, but that, that was nonsense that play that, like, that whole game was nonsense yeah again,
2: but but again that was like a you know a, like just uh, <laughs> allow, allow me to to cope here uh that was like a that was another like split second like football move like it was just another like you know he kind of did it whatever yeah. i felt like this was more egregious though like he literally pulls the ball into his body and starts turning and
1: and they ruled it a fumble on the field. How is that incontrovertible? And they it- whatever you, however you pronounce that word, proof.
0: Oh, you got it. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, you, yeah, you got it. Yeah, but yeah, i really yeah, three
1: syllabled yeah, yeah. that. No, four syllabled it. In-contro-vertible.
0: incontrovertible. Is that five? Six. Five. Six. 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 Wow. Six, Six, Six. syllables. Incontrovertible. Six. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah.
1: Maddie. How was that clear proof, guys?
2: Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't, and
1: and then you you know I don't want to get all conspiracy theory, but there was only two late games.
2: That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Who's gonna right? be
1: watching? Who's so gonna I, be
2: watching? So like when when the game went to halftime, I went on red zone. I was like, oh yeah, there's probably like three or four games on. I was like, nope, both games are at halftime. And I'm like, both games? What are you talking about? Both games? Only two? Who scheduled that? Yeah. What are we thinking here? Um. Yeah. So that should have been a catch and a fumble if. Other unnamed catch and fumbles are catch and fumbles. So, yeah. Um, Real quick, talking about how they finished this game, uh, just going back to that. This game kind of towards the end kind of reminded me of that Sunday night game that they played in Arizona two years ago uh, during the COVID year, where it was they were Seahawks were up 34 24 with like two minutes left. Cardinals scored, made it 34 31 and then the Seahawks were unable to oh, run the yeah. clock out yeah and yeah, then that the, was a
1: horrid game yeah
2: yeah Cardinals tied up they end up winning in overtime um, oh
1: my word yeah I had to raise that from my memory
2: and so this had I mean literally this was kind of a, a very similar situation where you know it was on the Seahawks offense to finish this game off and this time around they actually do it and they do it with the run game um well, I mean, first off, like let's talk about Noah Fant, who had a really nice game. Yeah. And he I has know. that huge catch and run down the side. Like, the bootlegs for the Seahawks were open all day long.
0: As, I don't know um, I don't know why the league can't defend the boot slide anymore. I don't know what happened right? this year. Because like Seattle ran that play last year and it was useful. But it not at this level. And they ran missing, it like, uh, they ran it like underneath. five or six
2: times today. And like,
0: yeah, hit all of them or at oh. least like five of them. <laughs> like, they're so like too, three different guys too. Too much linebacker yeah. conflict,
1: uh, missing an underneath player, um, in co- certain coverages. I don't know.
0: Yeah. M- maybe, maybe it's just the 12 and 13 personnel. There's the defense is so, the edge is so committed to defending the run.
1: Well, the the Cardinals had real issues against the Rams when they put. Schironic in the backfield. Mm. They 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 were like asking their linebacker to fit an A gap and then and mm. then cover Schironic to like the sail route out of the backfield. So they've got yeah. some they've got some issues with that and Seattle in their own way uh found that kind of matchup.
0: So Yeah. Wait, Ty, were you gonna say something else though? I kind of <laughs> cut you off. Uh no no no. No no. That's no. Like, I'm good.
1: <laughs> and you know, again we got an ending where Seattle kind of they almost stat pad, right? Like they they tee off. Uh, yeah. Nuosu finishes with two sacks. Uh, one of his sacks came earlier, but the wosu um,
0: had an insane game, and not just from those those sacks. He had crazy rushes too.
1: He did.
2: Oh, that, that and his one play where he unbelievable. Uh, that play where he um he was out in the flat and he came up to to force Kyler to throw that ball. Um gotta forget what play it was i think it was like a third down or something that yeah
1: was... yeah he dropped and and yeah he, yeah, he pressured him he, out yeah and and, and that off. play where they tried to hit them on the the quarterback um like guard tackle rap play and the one oh, yeah. literally dip. i mean i don't know what the puller's doing like the f- <laughs> the first puller the effort was poor but um the mm. way she managed to dip around it and make like uh arm tackle murray to the ground like that's like a big play saving tackle because they didn't have the defense called in for that kind of play. That's the sort of thing where, you know, if you're Kingsbury, you call that f- feeling good about it. And then you're like, damn, how did that, how did that happen? <laughs> that should not have happened. We should have had the, uh, the points, uh, the the yardage there. Yeah. So yeah, no, playing out of his skin and, and continues to right. like this he, could have been his best game.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, and he's had crazy games and he was, you know, Good for the Chargers last year, especially good the last two months of the season last year, and he's out playing that. Even he's absolutely playing the best football he's ever played in his life. It's crazy, like he's winning with pure speed rips. He's winning with like in and out moves where it's like a cross chop. He's winning with speed to power. He's winning, you know, speed to power with an inside move, and then of course he's crazy on these as the looper on these stunts that they're running. Right. Um, I don't know like what has gotten into him but like everything is just cl- clicking for him. And then on the on the other side Bruce Irvin he you know he's got like this um this really consistent slow and steady bull rush that he's got going for him so he's just pushing the tackle to the mm-hmm. quarterback's depth. It's nothing crazy explosive but snap after snap he was just pushing Humphrey into the pocket. Yeah. And he's impacting especially a guy like Kyler Murray who's going to be hypersensitive to any sort of Uh, Pocket dysfunction compared to, you know, maybe taller quarterbacks. So, um, I mean, they were just affecting plays. Also, Puna Ford, I mean, he was doing, he's been doing this the past couple of weeks, but he's been getting into the backfield with clean wins. Mm -hmm. But Jefferson, and then we know Shelby Harris is doing it too. So, like, every single guy is a contributor right now in in the middle. Every single one. It's pretty, pretty wild.
2: I want to see how uh, Josh Shona Jogu did because he was actually on the field a little bit uh during this game with you know with dt out so um yeah good I for him he, i think he made a couple i think he made a couple tackles
1: he did because like in the preseason he he stood out a bit as like just a hard-working active guy who could contribute mm-hmm. like on the you know in the late pass rush rotation and that's what he did today with like you said ty taylor out they seemed to drop him a bit to sort of when they did drop eight so they just rush three guys to to force the check down and to kind of cut the field in half with their rush and then have a spare guy kind of like Josh um, to to go and get Murray. And he I think he did a, a pretty good job doing that. So good for him. Cool to see uh, someone get an opportunity like that. And yeah, the, the Seahawks had five sacks today. And Digs after the game, he said a really interesting comment, which kind of backs up the, the coaching staff's comments uh, earlier in the week about uh, the, the Seahawks changing their techniques up front, which we noticed in the first Arizona game, they said about how um, they're not worrying about two-gapping anymore because the, and they can just be aggressive, and he thinks it's turned them up another notch. And he says that's what the defensive line asked for, and that's also what he recommended. And they knew uh, they had to take the next step. And they knew it was going to be on them when they asked for that. And if it didn't work, there was going to be no more excuses. And it is working. The 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 adjustments, the uh, more kind of one gapping technique up front in the bare fronts, even if they're we're allowing guys to play downhill and more aggressive and power step into guys, not the heck out of their guy in front, the guy in front of them. Whether they're running like two high, uh, middle field open coverage or one high middle field closed, that's been huge, and it's still working. And it's versatile. Now, it'll be interesting to see how it works against, like, a Tom Brady, which, I mean, hey, we get to see that next Sunday, guys. But it's working, you know, it works against the Giants, who are, like, a very kind of, well, not very different, but they're slightly different to what the Cardinals do, right? So super exciting. Um, As we've said already, we don't think there's a reason to to feel this is going to regress too much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they might have like a, a hiccup here and there, but overall,
0: like, you I think know, everything we're seeing is
2: sustainable.
0: What What's cool is that um, this game felt like it might have been that hiccup game at first, right? Mm, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah it did. that first drive it was did. shaky, and they 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 got their act together. Um, mm-hmm. There, so over the last four games, their opponent success rate is the lowest in the league. And their e- EPA per play is, um, I think second or third. But so like there it's not just it's not just this onslaught, this deluge of turnovers that's driving like that has, that is responsible for a big chunk of their efficiency. Mm. It's the success rate is low too, meaning the rate of plays that generates positive EPA is extremely low um so they're doing everything they're they're taking care of business playing sound coverage sound run fits but then they're also getting negative plays on top of it they're getting the sacks the tackles for loss they're getting fumbles and interceptions on top of it that's what they're missing last year um and it's just uh kind of crazy to watch um well the biggest thing too is like
2: they're they're winning up front consistently and then you got guys that are just straight up wrecking games now like nuosu like brian monet mm-hmm. like dudes that are just wrecking shop consistently so you know that's that's kind of the difference right like the, well and
1: and then tie the coverage like how much did they have downfield well kyler was checking everything down or yeah. trying to scramble like i mean we'll watch the tape because obviously we can't see the back end until we get the tape yeah he, he Kyler's he no a, moron
0: like <laughs> he, he might have been missing stuff but he wasn't scrambling early no, he was, exactly. He was Yay. scrambling kind of kind of late or late ish. You know? Um the the, the one the word Navosu's Navosu sack on the the stunt um where he's coming mm. from the left side. Um pre snap, I think I don't know what the call was, but Cody Barton was I think he was either two man or he was playing a vertical hook in cover two zone and he was carrying um DeAndre Hopkins as the number two receiver. And Kyle Kyler looks that way, because why wouldn't he? That's DeAndre Hopkins and a linebacker. And he double clutches and then he sacked right away. The sack did come quickly. But I suspect that was partially encouraged by him not letting you know a fade ball that he has the arm talent to put as much air on it as he wants to, because he has the strength to to get whatever distance he wants. So he knows if yeah. he wants to get rid of the ball early, he can. But the reason why he didn't, I suspect, was probably because the coverage downfield was pretty good. I'm really excited to see what, what the game plan was like um, f- for handling all that talent. Granted, Hopkins just got back. Robbie Anderson's just getting into the swing of things. But those two dudes are still really talented, obviously. And then you still have Zach Ertz. So I'm curious to see how they manage those as receiver threats. Um, but like the fact that they can get a four-man rush out of Bear and they don't have to send a lot of pressure and their four-man rush when they go into even fronts is also heating up, it's just they have they they can get it any way they want it right now um by
2: the way since, uh, after the uh, hopkins touchdown hopkins had two catches for 8 yards yeah
0: yep. yeah and and, and that's that what that
1: this, that's what this coverage system does really along with along with um you know obviously Woolland playing out of his mind
0: so it it it, it uh it bears wondering what happened if they just tackled a little bit better today. It were the Cardinals. They might've fired Cliff Kingsbury out on the field. Um
1: Well, that might be coming now. This, yeah. this, uh, this hard knock thing sounds funny. So the Cardinals of three and six and, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's contract, of course, runs until 2027 and, uh, Steve Klein's contract runs until, uh, 2027. And, uh, Kyler Murray is extended until uh, twenty twenty eight. So uh, mm. you're you're here forever. That that's it. Mm. Um, my, uh, what's their owner? Michael Bidwell. He's gonna have to uh, might have to get out the checkbook. I, I have a feeling. How um. but how nice is it? Co- we we cover a team, guys. Mm. Who in the NFC, you have the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, eight and zero. You then have the the Cowboys six and two, the Giants six and two, the Vikings, Vikings are seven, seven and one, one. Yeah. and then the Seattle Seahawks are six and three, top of the NFC West, and what's that? Fifth placed in fifth place in the NFC, and third they're seed. up. Yeah, they're up third seed exactly, and their upcoming schedule is the Buccaneers in Germany, which uh, I'm going to, and then. Two and six Raiders, three and five Rams at the three and five Rams, and then hosting the two and seven Panthers, and then hosting the four and four 49ers with three of their last five at home.
2: By the way, assuming that uh, Ken Walker is healthy and this offensive line is healthy going into that Panthers game, uh, yeah, the the Seahawks might rush for like... 500 yards.
1: Hey, Travis Homer and DJ Dallas look kind of shifty when yeah. they got a few characters. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, we saw the return of the wildcard.
1: It worked. Mm. They did, Dallas it, it didn't it, throw it, a pick. He, yeah. he
2: didn't throw a pick. He didn't throw a pick. He gained like what? 20, five seven? yards, six yards?
1: No, yeah, I, I think, think... we overinflated it for effect.
0: Okay. I, so, right, I right. still want to see with Eskridge back there, though.
2: Yeah. that
0: There we go. There we go.
2: Galaxy brain. That's exactly yeah. what I want to see. Yeah former Um, running back like let's let's go i think i wrote an article that was like hey they should use d eskridge out of the backfield a little bit like he's like like he's he's you know he's tiny so he 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 shouldn't do it a lot but like that's a punch do 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 it a little bit though do it a little bit
0: yeah yeah i mean obviously the last time they tried it didn't go very well with the fumble i think the chargers game but i liked the intent Maybe so don't. Maybe don't
2: it. toss it to him. Maybe just like hand Perhaps. it to him directly. Put it right yeah. in the bread basket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
0: It's and, worth...
1: Oh, sorry.
0: Uh, no, no, I, I was going to change the subject. So you no, go ahead. please
1: note. Please note.
2: Uh, well, by the by the way, real quick, the Titans are actually running on the uh, Chiefs. Well, right
1: that's what I was going to go with. Like the the Kansas City Chiefs might be five and three. Like.
2: Yeah, the Seahawks have the same amount of wins as the uh, Bills. Right now, the Super Bowl favorite bells.
0: Yeah. So in the NFC, where do they rank?
2: We just that, did I that. Mean,
0: but did you rank them though? You didn't we didn't oh decide. you mean like like just like the, power
2: rankings? Power rankings.
0: Yeah. So Eagle e- Eagles, I mean, I was going off what you're what we're talking about here. Eagles are the number one team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And then after that, is it wide open? Is yeah. number two there's yeah. for the taking?
1: Yeah, the vi- the vi- I mean I Kirk cousins. And believe me, I, I've watched <laughs> I've watched can. um, they can't middle field open. They can't do it. So mm. like they can't throw
0: against it or they can't cover in it.
1: They can't throw against it. Oh, and the cov- and their coverage is, is questionable. Now the Cowboys, I mean, they I they could get hot. Now Prescott, like right. being back, the defense looks for real. The Giants, yeah. the Seahawks beat. So you can definitely say third, uh, second.
2: I think they're at least third.
1: The big thing for yeah. me is if they can beat the Rams because, like, I know they're three and five, but
2: they're still the Rams.
1: McVeigh always, always. Well, not always. There was that one year, but he tends to stay schematically ahead of Pete in really annoying, frustrating. But, ways
2: well, see, Matty, I don't know if I don't know if you know this, but the Seahawks have a a, a different quarterback at the home uh this year i don't
0: know if you've heard if,
1: yes but i was i was talking about the defense
2: but that. but yeah, l- yeah.
0: L- let's remember last year in the second matchup they held them to 20 points that was a super bowl winning best offense in the league or top yes. three offense in the league mm, I mean, and the
1: offense was the issue was they, the
0: also they no andrew Whitworth. no andrew Woodworth, yeah so they, i mean they're and obviously they're way worse than that now but they're Thanks, still guys. like they're still like the same team.
1: You're your excellent friend. you you're helping uh, me feel a lot better about this.
0: Yeah. Um I'm still nervous. They 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 should I'm still nervous too because the divisional game and like the card game, the Cardinals games were kind of wonky. The 49ers
1: game is probably gonna be tough as well, you know. Yeah, but, let's but, see
0: let's yeah. see if they bring back so. Odell.
2: If they bring back Odell, maybe. But like Stafford is kind of looking washed right now. That offensive line literally can't do anything. Uh, they can't run the football right now at all
0: um i mean i feel
2: good about it i feel good about it the d-line honestly. should dominate
0: their their offensive line
2: yeah i mean i to should oh, note like. that
1: the seahawks don't have a uh, number 13 on their roster that's what i think
2: mm-hmm. yeah See, also oh, like they if, have if Josh no one. <laughs> If, if if Odell yeah 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 wait yeah hold Oops. on hold on hold on josh jones had a good Oops. game today too by the way maddie so i dis-
1: i've been a big josh jones supporter we've no. tried to bury you him it was really you kinda, early you on kinda, you kind of
2: just turn. disrespected the man so no, i quickly I, no, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you turn all right i'll allow it as the uh co-founder of uh U turn gang what's up u turners in the chat <laughs> Let's get some U turns and uh, going in the chat. <laughs> I just made Maddie crack for some reason.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: the U, throw, throw the up the U, U guys. The, the U, <laughs> the U, baby. Uh, <laughs> the U is back. So uh, I completely forget what I was going to say. Uh, the I'm the Rams. Oh oh yeah. Uh, if uh, Odell wants a really good chance to win a Super Bowl, he should sign with the L.C. Hawks. And that's an, an ironic statement,
0: right? So clearly, he's biting his time and waiting. He's just chilling right now, and he's waiting yeah. to join whatever he, team he wants. He's
2: like, he's like, that's, you know, some others right now that, that are just like, you know, toe in the water. You know, like, is the Seahawks team for real? Are they not? You know, they did trade their right. star quarterback. You know, I don't know. You know, their defense wasn't very good, very you know, through the first five weeks of the season. But, but since week five. Hashtag since week five, this has been one of the best teams in football, and uh, I think Odell Beckham Jr. would uh, fit in really well with what this team is doing right now. Look, I see you opinion. in the
1: chat, Travis HB. No, it's not a thing. It's never Use been a up. thing.
2: Use up, baby. Use up.
1: <laughs> we need to much. <laughs> uh People in the chat, uh, what? What do you? What do you? G- give us some questions. We're live. Yeah, we've, got, give, we've got a nice amount of viewers. Give us some sea hockey questions.
2: Give us some sea hockey questions or non sea hockey questions. While you're doing that, Matty, you are going to be going to Germany this week. When are you leaving? You're leaving, what? Wednesday, right? You're heading I to fly, Germany. i
1: fly to Deutschland on Wednesday. Deutschland. As you can tell, I've been brushing up on my, my GCSE German. Do you guys know what a GCSE is?
2: No. Well, no. There
1: you go. No there
2: you go so 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 how is your german matthew uh,
1: how would you say your german is <laughs> it's questionable but what what's what's important is i i will make an effort
0: mm. I, you know what what's you know also what important
1: be? is germans do tend to have excellent english right i was gonna
0: say would they be offended if some no but english i, I, I like, was trying to I, speak german to them
1: no oh with, no <laughs>
2: You, you know maybe. what would be really funny <laughs> well, because the, the
0: french it. hate it when americans go over there and they took two years of french i don't like, think Stop. that's why and the french talk to me in english
1: i don't think that's why the french hate americans
0: uh, it's one of many reasons <laughs> right
1: yeah it's
2: it's 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 pretty high on the list uh you know what would be really funny and epic if you asked a question to pete carroll in german haha <laughs> <laughs> i
1: think that, that might happen from someone else you know
0: mm. yeah he'll, he'll get one He'll get one, yeah. Maybe, like,
1: have you tried um the pretzels here?
0: Yeah, have you, I've been have reading
1: you, about I've been planning all the German food I'm gonna eat. Ha-
0: have
2: you ever had beer, Pete? Have you ever, have you ever tried beer?
1: I'll be like, no. no, he's vegan, right? I
0: think, yeah, I think he's a teetotaler. I don't know if he drinks, well, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, that would explain the skin and just the very he good, yeah, amazing
0: he has great skin. skin. The Amazing hair. Beautiful, overtime.
1: beautiful man, actually.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, good looking guy, strong jaw, charming, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. Yeah. Um we we do have some questions. Oh few. Do we think um. the quarter <laughs> do-, <laughs> do we think the quarterback of the future is already in the building? To think Pete, hmm. to think Pete can't get the best out of Drew a couple years under Gino, he could learn a lot. Of thoughts. That is from HB. Thank you, HB, for the Thank question. Thank you, HB. Thanks, HB.
2: Thanks, Hawk Blogger. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rival promotion. Rival yeah, promotion.
0: Pete is actually. I think it vegan, is HB, like
1: the, uh, the pencil. You know, like, um, I don't know what it means, but on a pencil, it oh, says HB.
0: Th- that's like that second rate brand. No offense, hmm. HB, to Ticonderoga, though. Ticonderoga is the best pencil, the best there number we go. two pencil. Ty, I have some sensing some no, some no. partisanship
2: there. No, 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 no. I, I just, I'm surprised that we had that that kind of drop here on today's show. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm proud of that's, you. That's I'm proud of you. Up. Um,
0: the rug, which which makes you kind of. It's not you know, paid. It kind of not not the... spots
2: not sponsored.
1: And this group has gone gone off without us.
0: Um nope i'm suppressing it i was going to make a historical reference but i'm not going to don't do it they're wow. not
1: they don't like that
0: so group. the battle of you know fort tigonderoga featuring mm-hmm. ethan allen mm-hmm. um during the revolutionary war american revolutionary mm. Maddie, i'm sorry if that that's okay no, no, we're all
1: we're all mates you guys you know? don't
0: care about that one though like that's a big deal to us but you guys don't care mm. well
1: i think you know not to get too deep into the weeds but uh an empire ending ain't ain't the worst thing is it right no, and through that
0: lens, it was it's a it doesn't not like it benefited the world exactly. Um anyway, what but let's let's answer the question. I mean, that is the question, right? Like we're all kind of a I mean, if the assumption is Gino keeps this up, mm. then you would think, okay, we'll extend him, right? But then there's kind of a fear of like, well, what if they get too cute and don't extend him? They think they can repeat this with somebody else.
1: That would be insane.
0: That would be insane. Yeah, But the way that they're scheming, they're not scheming as though they think Gino's replaceable. They're scheming as though we love who Gino is and we're going to build around all of that to the biggest extent. They're not hiding him like McVeigh and Waldron and co-hid Goff. They're scheming mm. through him and around him. Yes. So would that be- would indicate that they value him financially as well. Mm. It yeah. would be
1: nice to hear uh, Waldron asked about, like, Goff to Gino
0: right also too
2: I mean just from a pure roster construction standpoint I think whatever you get gino for is still going to be a relative bargain yeah,
0: oh, yeah. and and is you can do probably one of those fake contracts where your three has an out or something your four is't out yeah um make everyone happy because like you don't listen the way that quarterback draft is going right now. I mean, this quarterback class, they're not having the greatest college year. There are some concerns cropping up even with the top guys. And th- just think about from a team building perspective, if you have your quarterback right now, sure, cough up the cap space, do what you have to do there, but then just use all of those draft picks on position players. And then yeah. having four or two, however many guys turn out to hit, having those blue chip players on rookie contracts kind of replaces the concept of the value of a rookie contract at quarterback, right? That probably adds up to a similar cap hit if you think about them when they hit free agency. So four-year window of paying Geno and four years of additional blue-chip players coming in to, to fortify what they already have on the roster, it's pretty exciting. Um, you can go a lot of different directions. So I think you absolutely if the Geno keeps this up, you absolutely have to pay him.
1: Yes. What is interesting about Locke is... His issues, and I haven't been a maniac and watched gino obsessively uh when he was at the Jets, right? Yeah, who would do but that? Lock, but Locks, yeah, who would? Who would imagine? Yeah. But Lock, if anyone can um, find
0: out who might do that, let us know, so we'll, yeah, we'll shame them yeah. and It's not
1: them. snitching; it's just you know, yeah,
0: informing. especially
1: people
2: that would watch like <laughs> Jets preseason games from like right Right? Yeah. Who would do that? Yeah.
1: That's so i like, can imagine that's like being, sicko that's ima- sicko I, behavior imagine going onto
0: youtube and typing in jets raiders 2013 full yeah imagine imagine mm-hmm. uh searching
1: or, for west virginia all 22 uh, yeah. from 2011.
0: and imagine doing yeah. that like last may yes yeah.
1: a- anyway to, to get to my point like on a please. saturday
0: afternoon <laughs>
2: Sick and, like, yeah. and
0: then like you know, emailing somebody, hey, do you have do you have that other game as well? Do you, do you have doing the that the 2015 <laughs> Yeah, so imagine doing that. <laughs> yeah, anyway,
1: a lot, but having not done that, because I couldn't imagine doing that, um, Locke's issues are you know, sometimes he pushes it too much down the field, there's weird moments of inaccuracy, uh What really lost him the job, in my opinion, in the preseason, other than the coronavirus, was, you know, he missed the hot check. He missed the protection check. He's just not polished. He's just not polished. polished. Now, I think probably Gino was more polished. But who's to say lock with support and learning under Gino, like Gino learned under Eli Manning? You'd say that can't happen. The issue is the time frame. Like, Gino's 32, but he doesn't have the miles on the clock that a normal 32-year-old quarterback would have. And quarterbacks are playing later and later into their careers with seemingly uh, less effects. Okay, Brady's an unrealistic example, but you look at, like, Aaron Rodgers, his arm hasn't gone. Matt Ryan played for a while. His arm's gone now, but, you know, it was up there. Russell Wilson's arm looks fine. Now his shoulder's back-ish. So my point is, Gino could play for five or so years, and then, you know, what does Locke do then? Like, surely he has to leave at some point. I think, you know, Pete spoke about putting the arm around the shoulder of him and saying, well, why can't it happen? So he's obviously feeling optimistic about it. But I think you pay Gino. I think it'll be interesting to see the length and, and, and the and the terms. And, and for him, it almost suits him to sit this out all the way and then get on the open market get get the bidding war started yeah
0: yeah Uh,
2: i i'd I'd imagine that because of the lack of because of the lack of track record and we'll see how the rest of the year goes that he probably ends up getting a lower dollar amount but maybe something like a two-year deal with an opt-out after the second year where it's like if you're if you're really good and you're working your way towards like a forty million dollar a year contract, then we'll allow you the opportunity to opt out, and
1: that's you know, interesting.
2: And look, you know, and get back out onto the market. That sounds
1: very baseball like, Ty.
2: Mm. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs>
1: so, so um, Mut-
2: mutual opt out after the yes. yeah after the third year. Yeah. So, yep, from yep.
1: what we've seen from Geno, my my point would be, I think probably the what Seattle's hoping like best case scenario for everyone is that seattle is able to trade lock to another team who needs a quarterback and if he flashes in the preseason right
0: yeah 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 i mean i would just keep lock as the backup for right now
1: yes no i'm not saying now yeah. say like two years one year down the line yeah. another well, preseason. well
0: we'll do with him what you did with gino just keep bringing him back as a backup because he is talented no one disputes that Mm -hmm. and then more time with the systems etc right you know and he knows the the receivers and vice versa so um, on that note you know there's there's no reason to not keep him around so I don't know in a perfect world let Drew be your backup and if whatever something freaky happens or you extend Gino and he can't play for whatever reason knock on wood then you know throw the guy out there that you know has has the arm talent to maybe you know on a good day you know keep you in a game because he's had good mm-hmm. games before in his short career and also and, keeping he drew, the system, so.
2: and also keeping drew doesn't prevent you from drafting a guy and yeah. developing that guy and carrying that yeah. guy you can carry three quarterbacks just fine yeah so yeah all right uh what else do we have um yeah so there was a question about gino's uh what gino's contract would look like i think of, you answered that tight yeah so I, I i think that's probably he probably gets somewhere in like the 25 ish million dollar range i would think right now and then maybe gets like an opt-out after year two or year three where you can go test the market again if he's like the guy like if he's still like a top seven ish quarterback yeah um pete is vegan oh my god i didn't know i could love him more Says Travis off. is he actually vegan?
0: Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. At least he was. I, th- I think he's per,
2: per source. Yeah, is, is that what pick. your source is?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh,
2: at what point? This comes from Antonio S. At what point is uh D. Eskridge considered a boss?
1: My take would be so his rookie year was kind of a write off, right? Like he had that serious concussion. So, if you exercise the kind of Daryl Taylor, it's his second year, but he's a rookie kind of deal, right? Yeah. Right. like, right. here's the cope beginning. So, 2021 was his rookie year. 2022 is his, uh... no, sorry, 2022 is his, this is his rookie year. Then, 2023 is his sophomore year. So, then generally by a f- the third season in a league, if a guy's not showing stuff, then that's when you kind of write them off. So if in 2024 he ha- doesn't start really doing stuff, then you'd you'd sort of worry about it. Um, yeah, he is also 25 now. That's, so that's the
0: main. That's the main. That's thing. that's
1: the problem with the draft and the olds. He's he's born the same year as me. He is around 20 days older than me. Wow. I can't.
2: Yeah, that and, and 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 nah. does we, like we already I established decide. that at the top of the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And, and Pete does uh, use the Golden take comparison. Who didn't really become a actual receiver until his third year. So, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Combined with his age, let's let next year be the one where we really kind of evaluate the entire Eskridge project. Um, I don't see, like, on a case-by-case basis, I don't see anything particularly concerning mm. as a receiver. Just, you just don't see any, like, plays either, though, you know? So... Um, which I yeah. guess that's concerning. So I don't know.
1: There's been a few times you could have thrown him the ball and it didn't go his way, whatever, for whatever right. reason. So, right.
2: There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jason's got our last question of the night. Is it just me or it says, or has Jordan Brooks uh completely improved in coverage? Maddie, you're smiling. <laughs> you're, you're smiling. You're smart. Um,
1: no, not the evil laugh tonight. Um, mm. Well, actually, um, I felt he's been a bit up and down. Um, but the 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 first touchdown I think was a weird one. Like Mesh Wheel is a tough beater for the coverage they're running, which was basically cover three. But um, the other the other hook is in a bonus hook, so it's Boye Mafe. Obviously, Maffei ended up getting matched up on Hopkins. That's because Brooks tried to push out of the wheel and they've been mixing up, like, who is playing the wheel and and who isn't, if it's the curl flat player or if it's the hook player. And there's two different ways to do it. But um, Brooks got out there, then he bashed into a tight end and then he man-turned with it, which meant he didn't see the mesh combination coming from the other side, where he could have just passed off that route. And then it's like trust your deep coverage as well and then he didn't peel off in time but what he's always been great at and El, and he also got beat although it was zone coverage but there was a catch to his outside where a big thing which has always been a thing with him really is if he pulls the trigger and trusts what he's really seeing and and sort of turns it from zone into playing kind of man-to-man on the guy into his area and transitions his eyes to that guy rather than visioning the quarterback, then he'll be able to get the pass break up. But because he doesn't do that, he just sort of looks at the quarterback and then breaks to the ball on the ball. That does see some catches allowed in his vicinity. However, I like Griffin, who's probably going to be a bit more robust. uh, I was very big on his coverage coming out. And because he's that rare kind of linebacker who can, uh, turn and run with the receiver downfield as we saw on the well it wasn't game icing but it was basically game ending fourth down in completion today where he's carrying a seam Mm -hmm. but he's unbelievable when he's visioning a receiver like because he can turn and run so it's all all about really for me his um sometimes his own eyes and then sometimes trusting what he's seeing to really make the final step which would make him an elite coverage defender but when he when you deal with the issue of has he completely improved in coverage i don't i don't i don't think so he's always been pretty damn good in coverage i actually think this year's been somewhat of a down year for him but i think part, most of that's new scheme and just a transition Griff?
0: yeah no I, I agree well last year he kind of he kind of had some rough moments the the first half of the titans game the second half of the rams game last year the first rams game um i I don't know, I feel like he's had an equal amount of down moments this so far in the season, but I think he's also had some really good games around that. And maybe a lot of those issues are just kind of, yeah, new language, new scheme. But I think all in all, he's giving them what they need the Mike linebacker to do. Um, And like, you know, collectively speaking, every single player in the underneath kind of has their their little share of, of miscues, you know? but when they're the negative plays are distributed fairly evenly like it feels like each guy has a one to two you know little like plays they wish they could give back but in the grand scheme fairly inconsequential uh given how dominant they've been so um and like they're not giving up anything deep at least you know um or at least very little of it so i don't know i i don't think i mean i don't think he's having i don't think he's improved in that i think he was already pretty good same with you so um yeah i mean he, he came out flying out of the gate his a rookie year doing crazy stuff in coverage so um it's fairly consistent too not just like oh he flashes promise but he needs to be more consistent now he came out pretty consistent in my view um so uh yeah i don't know I, I don't i don't i don't think he's improved per se but it's just a matter of you know. Semantics, I guess. He is playing well right now, though.
1: Yeah, and so. he's been alert to the the dagger combination, which very. I mean, last year, so. week
0: he was he was doing the stuff that people post clips of Fred Warner doing and, and giving him praise as they should be. You know, he was doing some of that stuff. So,
1: yeah. Ty, what's your impression of him? <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's uh flying all around the field and uh he's always been great in coverage, I've thought. I, I don't I don't think that he's necessarily improved. I think he's just kind of who he is. I think this has always kind of just been who he is. So. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right.
1: There we go. Right. So that is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Please do like it. Henry, I see your comment about notifications getting notified when we go live i'm still looking into that and if oh do we not listen- have a
0: bell
2: there's no I bell do. on your page
1: i do have a bell but it doesn't seem to work for some people if you haven't rung the bell henry do that but i'm sure you have um yeah i'll i'll, I'll figure that out anyway thank you everyone for watching please like the video if you're watching now because it really does help us and comment after we've gone off air because again helps us we appreciate it uh, lots of people here. Go Seahawks. Um, if you are listening, please, five-star review. Uh, and everyone follow the podcast at Seattle Overload. That's another way to get notified wh- when roughly we're going live, even though we do have a pen chance for being late. Uh, or is it penchant? Penchance.
0: I say penchant. 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 Were you saying penchant? Like with C-E? <laughs> are you inventing a word
1: <laughs> i i am i am inventing a word and you say gonna deal, you're gonna deal with it buddy because the end of the podcast
2: all words are made In, up incontrovertible Incontrovertibly.
0: Sure.
1: yes uh follow ty at dane ginsles follow me at Matty F brown follow griffin at c mike's spin move wednesday we will be back uh live on on youtube we are going to be doing it at an unusual time. Ty is about to do the conversion. It will be 10.30 German time, 9.30 UK time, which is irrelevant for you all. And Ty, it will be...
2: believe that is at 1.30 Pacific time, 4.30 Eastern time. So.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yes. Uh, so yep. kind of a midday experience. So maybe on your lunch break if you're a naughty person. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be back Thursday with the film review and that will be at the normal time I'm going to wake up and be a sleepy boy and then we'll be live uh, I'll have been at the, the Alliance Arena watching the Buccaneers game and Drift and Ty will be in their usual spots and um, we'll be talking about that hopefully the Seahawks will have made it five wins in a row but for now four wins in a row six and three top of the NFC West Third seed in the NFC. This is a fun team and it should hopefully keep getting better and better. Thank four you.
2: more wins, four more wins, four more wins,
1: eight more wins,
2: or eight more. Yeah, and then four <laughs> more wins after that. So, four more wins, Ooh. and then four more wins after that. Yeah,
1: four by four by four,
2: four by four by four.
1: The yeah. animals entered the arc, yeah. four by four.
2: 2022 Seattle Mariners June 29th through the all-star break type beat.